0: Hello ladies and gentlemen, it's Michael C. Bouchard, the host of the Night Stalker podcast. We are in season 5, episode number 24. Uh, Today we're going to talk about a really strange uh, disappearance of a whole family back in uh, December 7th of 1958 in Portland, Oregon. Lately in our podcast we've been doing a lot of things about a lot of different Martin families. We did... Uh, the Dennis Martin case, uh, the boy who went missing uh, in the Smoky Mountain National Park in '69, and today we're going to be uh, doing a case about the uh, the whole Martin family who disappeared, like I just said, in December 7th of 1958. A uh, very very strange type of uh, disappearance uh, on Sunday, uh, December 7th, 1958. Uh, the Martin family, which included the mother, father, three younger daughters, um, got into a vehicle and were traveling up to the uh, Columbia River Gorge to uh, collect greenery or things to make Christmas wreaths with. Uh, the older son at the time <coughs> was in the military and not uh, was stationed out of the state. Um, the car during its travels uh, had stopped at a, uh, a gas station, um, they also stopped at the Paradise uh, snack bar, which was um, in the city of Hood River, uh, River, which was 20 miles from Cascade Locks, which placed them about 60 miles from uh, where their home was. Clara York, uh, a waitress at the, um, restaurant uh, Stated that she observed both the whole family at about five o'clock and that everything appeared to be normal Uh, It was later in the day and there were some questions due to um, Kenneth Martin's eyesight. Uh, He usually didn't drive at night Um, Two days later on December 7th um, The husband or Ken Ken's boss um, Taylor uh, Ellis of uh, Ellis Electrical Home Services and Company reported uh, Ken missing as he did not show up for work, which was extremely uh, unusual for him. So, on the same day, later in the evening, about 11 o'clock, the police uh, were dispatched to the Martin family's house, noted no signs of break-in. There were still dishes in the sink, uh, clothes in the laundry room. Uh, laundry machine and uh, a Santa Claus outfit for a Christmas party was still laid out in the bed So what does this indicate it indicates that they were um? If, you know planned like returning to the house. It wasn't just a let's get up and leave disappearance um, The police timeline um basically verified that they had stopped at the gas station and the restaurant. Um, During the course of the initial search police found an abandoned white uh, Chevy uh, near Cascade Locks. Uh, The car was from Los Angeles and reported stolen by its owner. Um, There were two uh, ex-convicts who were suspected of uh, the theft. That was Roy Light and Lester Price. Uh, they were suspected in several uh, burglaries and at the same time they had been seen at the Paradise Snack Shack, uh, shack. Uh, at the same time the um, Martin family was there. Um, however, this wasn't enough at that time to link them to any, um, to any crime involving the Mar- Martin family. Uh, There were several witnesses that reported seeing the Martins or people people matching their description in different parts of Oregon, Iowa, and even uh, as far as Montana. And this is common in these cases, you know. um, You know, there's a lot of people and families that uh, seem similar to what a a missing person looks like, so you get a lot of these type of calls, which, which have to be followed. Um, one of the interesting things about this case was, um, a, a man uh, that was living in Cascade Locks uh, found a thirty-eight caliber handgun coated in dry blood near, uh, where the white Chevy or the stolen car had been abandoned. The butt of the gun was damaged, which made it appear to look like it had hit something, uh, and there was one, f- uh, fired round in the chamber. The man brought the, uh, gun to the hood sheriff's, uh, police department who never processed the gun or took samples of it for evidence. Uh, The sheriff eventually returned the gun to the man who found it. Um, This is kind of interesting because I did believe when I was researching this there was some note in an article that the the discharge gun, um, the gun that had discharged the round that had blood on it may have Been taken from the vehicle. I believe the Martin was in. I don't know if that was true. There wasn't um, the older son Donald was questioned about the theft. He claimed that the uh, okay. This is this is where this is where um, this is where the the link to the gun and the Martin family. And this is where the whole pivotal pace. now that I'm, I'm reading a couple different things at once, this is where the Sheriff's Department uh, dropped the ball, um, the Hood River Sheriff's Department. Um, in 55, Donald, the older son, uh, was living in Oregon, was leaving from Oregon for the Navy. He worked at uh, and, uh Frank's department store, but was fired after he was accused of stealing uh, $2,000 worth of merchandise from the sporting goods section. The serial number, which included a handgun, the serial number of the handgun that was uh, found, confirmed it was one of the items that was never recovered from the theft. Okay, there you go. There's your pin. There, there There's your pinwheel in the, this investigation. Uh, Donald, unfortunately, is deceased. Um, however, there you go, Sheriff's Department. There it is. The kid st- steals the gun, brought the gun, However it got into the car, it was in the car. the cars you know the stolen cars found with the gun in it. how to get there, okay, how to get there so with that in mind, we have to remember that uh there you go. it's always that overlooked uh Donald's question about the theft, he claimed his co-worker and friend Wayne were the actual culprits and not himself. Nothing more was able to be ascertained from the gun as the new owner uh, cleaned and repaired it uh, after retrieving it from the sheriff. Okay, well, but still, you see, here it is. Here's the triangle. The gun was stolen from a store that Donald worked at. Is Donald's story about not stealing the gun true? Maybe, maybe not, but it was in the store that the son worked at, the gun was retrieved from the car uh, or in the area of the car, it was obviously used in the crime where a shot was fired, there's blood on the handle, which means something, somebody was injured, okay so what are we missing here? and why, why isn't this, why hasn't this really been, uh, I don't know, see this is, this is what just gets me about shabby police work sometimes it's just, you know, it's just, it's just so, I don't know, nothing to say about it. The FBI confirmed, um, let me see, there was also uh, a case where, there's there's two theories about this. One of the cases believes that the car may have driven off the road and it was darker at night and the driver, Ken Martin, did have trouble seeing. The car may have actually gone off uh, an embankment into the water, sank. Um, several months later, uh, two of the young girls' bodies were found downstream. Uh, there was, seemed to be some conflict. Uh, one medical, exi- one technician that observed the body says he believed he saw what were bullet holes um, in both bodies, which would have meant more than one shot. But then the re- revolver recovered only had one shot discharged. Um, Another medical examiner who did the actual um, medical examination said neither girl um, had been shot. Uh, It's a really interesting case Uh, on on May uh, 59, a year later during a dredging operation, a barge dropped an anchor and hooked onto something believed to be a large metallic object. but whatever it was broke off when the uh, crew attempted to pull it up okay so what they're thinking in theory is that the uh... it could have been the Martin's car um, the anchor hit it knocked knocked the door off whatever and the two bodies uh... you know um, came out of the car and floated down the uh... down the river um, the uh the field evidence technician who uh fingerprinted and photographed the bodies noted on, on his report that the body of Virginia and um Susan had a bullet a bullet hole in each of their skulls. Interestingly the coroner that did the coroner's report did not note the holes and determined that the cause of death was drowning. So here we go. Here we're we're on this the the scale here were they were they murdered or did they accidentally drown. The autopsy also found uh fries and burgers in the girl's stomach, which was the meal which the waitress, uh, which they had ate at the uh, park snack bar, this meant whatever happened to the family had to ha- occur hours after leaving, and the only other signing uh, throughout December 59 could have been the family, or at least people not being the family, the girl's body were then cremated. Um, Christ, didn't know they cremated people way back then, well I guess they would have. Um, you know there were a lot of other searches done. Um, some believe the car went into water um, and the Martin family um, passed away as a result of the accident. Others believe that the um, the two um, uh, suspects uh, that were seen at the uh, the restaurant that day were the ones that who committed the crime. I believe there was some level of foul play involved, including Martin's death and disappearance. Um, I don't know, uh, Donald Martin was most, uh, theory accused Donald Martin of being involved in the death of the family. It was uh, revealed that Donald had a uh, strained relationship with the family due to his possible being uh, gay and having been uh, caught with a man uh, in the home by his parents. Uh, this was corroborated by his friend Wayne uh, during an interview in 2008. Well, Wasn't Wayne one of the people that stole the guns at the store? Uh, some people believe Donald was the only person who had the uh, motive to kill the family in order to receive the inheritance, which he did seven years later. The two ex-cons in order, uh, order to carry out, the, you know, and maybe he had these two people, uh, Roy Light and Lester Pierce, uh, carry out the murder. Uh, my question was, I thought Donald was on the, a, a military base at that time, uh, and this is how he came in possession of the gun. That's another possibility. You know, now that you, if you really think about it, what's the chance of these two people being in the town? What's the two chances of these two people being in the same restaurant? What's the chance of the vehicle that they thought were stolen having a gun that was stolen by Donald? Uh, Martin. Hmm. That would be one of my bigger things now that, now that I'm looking at all of this. Uh, motive. Uh, unfortunately, Donald did not uh, help his case when he appeared to uh, show uh, no signs of emotion uh, at the death of the family, you know, at the disappearance of the family or the family's death. During the search for the family, uh, Family. Donald made no effort to help or return to Oregon. Hmm. That's interesting. After Virginia and Susan's body were found, he did not attempt to the memorial service and claimed there was uh, was a mix-up in the dates. Yeah. Okay, Donald, I don't believe you, even though you're dead. So, uh, after they were cremated, Donald never picked up the urns, and the ashes had unclaimed for the, This is basically, the, he never did anything. Donald Martin eventually uh, moved to Hawaii, got married, and had four children. Uh, of his own. He passed away in 2004. He never spoke about what happened to his family and refused all interviews. Mm. Well, I hope it's hot down there, Donald. It's probably like Hawaii. Uh, Roy Light and Lester Price. Another point uh, directed at uh, both uh, Light and uh, Price without any outside motive. Both ex-cons were already on the run after having stolen the white Chevy and has possibly spotted the Martins at the Paradise Shack bar, seeing them as an easy target. Um, don't believe that one uh, simply because that would be a random act. Random acts don't have uh, guns that was stolen by Donald Martin. Okay, What if uh, after uh, sending Donald Martin away, Ken found the gun among his possession and decided to keep it in the car's glove compartment for safety. Well, that's another possibility. However, it still revolves around Donald uh, Donald Martin. Uh, so, take this case for what it is. Uh, during the a struggle, Roy or Lester obtained the gun, firing a single shot at one of the families, and then using the butt of the gun to strike the rest of the family down. Ah, that wouldn't make really sense. Um, I don't know if that would make sense. I mean, if you have, if you shot one family member, what it would be only two more shells. If it was a revolver, you would have six. That would have left you three more rounds left. Um, I don't know about that theory. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. This is, this is one of those cases that um, I'm pivoting everything around the gun and Donald Martin. Uh, it was just, you know, it's just too, uh, too convenient. Uh, of an excuse, I, th- I think the gun has a lot to do with the case, obviously, um, but whatever that being, in the event that you're uh, looking for a case to look into, uh, the Martin, uh, Martin's disappearance, uh, December 7th, 1958, would be something to take a look at. I just remember I am Michael C. Bouchard, the host of the Night Stalker podcast. And if you are out in the dark, out in a dark path, out in a dark alleyway, out in a dark parking lot by yourself and you hear footsteps coming up from behind you, you better look and have a way out because if you don't, you're going to be the next person we're going to be talking about on this show.